0: You good? Okay, last night we were looking at the Kasha on the Minig that some had to throw the challah where the Gemara said you can't throw bread or Chala. And we saw already the Chalik Rabbi if you're throwing it to somebody or throwing it away or throwing it away from you, away from yourself. And then we spent most of the time last night in the Ezekiel's Shuva, the fascinating Shuva from Shimon Sefer where he says he saw it by his father, and apparently didn't ask, and Yehuda was asking me after the shir, hope I didn't scare him off, that uh, it's a taka. why didn't he ask? It's his father, talk and learning with your father? So the answer is uh, very important, is that there's kibbutz and yira, and apparently uh, we're not that good yet at yira. so it's hard for us to understand that Per the Gemara Kedushin, you can't bring it up and say, Ta, there's a Ferish Gemara that says not so. So you can either, if it'll work, which it wouldn't work with the Ksaiv Sefer, say, Tanura Rabban, i learned this following sugiya, and then halfway through the sugiya get to this blot, and do a Derech Hagav," which is only not a begin in the covet if he doesn't know what you're getting at. So that probably wouldn't work. It would work somewhat, because you're not trying a frontal attack. Uh, the other possibility is, which I think is actually probable, they were talking and learning nonstop the entire time, and it was a question of which Sugi to get to, and he had a lot to learn from his father. And this was something that crossed his mind. That's interesting. The Gemara seems to say not so, and he figured he'd get to a turret, which he did, and he wrote a on it. So, rather than confront directly, and there's so many other things to do, it's not like otherwise they weren't constantly talking and learning, he wasn't constantly learning from him. Yaakov, you had your... Uh, If he wanted it to be passed on to generations, he should have at least, he would think he would have written it down. So, interesting question. We don't know if this is done in the Chassam Sefer's house. Rabbi Yosha, when he quoted the Kasha, this is written by a Talmud, and he said that Rabbi Yoshev quoted from a Chassam Sefer, and in the footnote, he says, I don't know where it is. Because the only thing we have in print that, that I saw, is probably more, is that the Zeresh Shuva says, the favor she saw it by his father. Maybe the assumption is therefore he probably swelled by his father. It's not necessarily the case because sometimes when a start on how you learn the sugya, Hossam Sefer probably didn't see it by his father. His father was a very chash of a yid. He had the Hossam Sefer. That was the whole mice behind it. They didn't have children for many years. As was a Maissa Nisim. She went into labor. She was, The mother was such a sadekis. She went out the baby on Shabbos. She had been Mechal Shabbos and they were Mechal Shabbos and not gehilla early and she sent the message to Shul Please hold. Back on Mizmor Shira Liyom Shabbos, I'm having a baby, and the Rav okayed it because she was a hush. So his parents were. With all that said, his father wasn't uh, a Rav, wasn't the Ashiva in town, and wasn't uh, he was I'm trying to learn. But Rabbi Adler took him away from home when he was 13 because he saw the young Yilui and he saw he needed a Rabbi Muvik, and in that particular case wouldn't be his father. So. I don't know if Sam said if he did it. Did he see it by his father? And therefore, it was per the suggestion of the Hissarius Chuva and his Binyan of putting five levels of Vinyani Kalpala with Zvarei together. It's a hypothesis on if that's what his father meant. I don't even know if that's why he did it. Could be held was not so per Rabbi Yeshua's shot in in Nigla. So. It's not something that he would necessarily... The Ksav Sefer has a huge amount of tshuvas. Not every minute, every nuance, that he anybody a tshuva on. So, it's not... Historically, it's not there. Some so many hours in the day, and it, every minute was being used for learning about Tshuva. And the Ksav Sefer, besides in the word of was was the also. And he has... A look at his just chidushim and uh, I have a separate Sefer a Sefer, just on Gittin. And then the it's uh, amazing what it did write down, but not every nuance is going to be written down. No. father <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, not a not a seer. We spoke about that this morning by Shachurs, by the way. The Chadish Menater with the bimma being not in the front, and I'm proud to say in Shach Shemayim, my is not in the front. Might be on the side, which many people told me afterwards is really in the middle if you include all the tents. But that's a different uh, different shmuz. But he wasn't being mechadish anything. If he learned in the sugya there was something you know and it's only a chumrah and he holds not a steer to the Gemara. Every alhuga and every chumrah in Issa is not dumb. By everybody so that, that wouldn't be fair. He wasn't being chadish Oh, definitely. No one's saying it's a chiv. That's why I say, if you don't have this meaning before this year, then this is de viadir, a fascinating insight into the sugya. but pasha is a tussur, the pashat is is also, the mishwabur passage is also. So, you shouldn't change that. He just held that it wouldn't apply this because as this there is, shuva ends up, it's a coven. If this is daimit to the and to the sholchan dem lozvech. So, with that, before we go to the last two which he mentioned in his Binyan about cutting the challah Tuesday versus Shabbos, weekday versus Shabbos, which I want to finish up in 3A three, uh, three and 3B, just want to uh, take up a couple of minutes with a few shaylas from Naftali Gerwitz, who is probably on the screen, which is getting crowded, there he is. Okay, so um, I'm going to repeat the questions you had from a few nights before, because you were mechaven to what you heard afterwards. We actually covered the issue with the bag, but you actually asked it beforehand. So, is the lochah not throwing bread limited after it's baked, as the Gemara says, pasta would it include dough as well? For example, stores sell ready-made dough shaped in the challah, so the buyer only has to bake it into the oven. Very interesting, Shaila. I don't know why you'd want to throw that, but I guess per your other Shaila, which we discussed of bringing in the groceries and tossing the bag, would it be a problem if you saw this in the bag? I would venture to say not. It's dough. It's not pas. And although the chashivas of pas is made out of a very important ingredient, the staff of life, it's still not edible, and it's not pas. Lo, lachem yichia, adam, levada, not levada, is on the finished product. So I think we could be makeable on that. I don't know how common that is, but yeah. I've seen, I've seen dough in a like, canister that you pop out pieces, and I've seen half-baked bread. You buy half baked bread? Why would they sell it half baked Because then it's like it's like almost there, and then you just like make it fresh. And- the old famous Kinneret challah, which I'm sure they still sell out of town, probably don't sell it in town. Because why would you want to buy it? But there's no need. Popular. Okay, that happens to be true, and Kondar cookies are included, so that's uh, that's an important point. It happens to be. Now that you're mentioning it, I've you ever see people bake challah, and you ever see dough in a matzah bakery? Actually, sort of are throwing dough a little bit. They are. So it's actually, it's actually more nagea. I don't know Naftali, if that's what you meant, but that actually is commonly done. I don't, I don't remember why. But I understand they're in a rush. But okay. So Naftali is a riot for the matzah bakeries. That must be mutter. They're flinging it, right? Yeah. The pizzas, right? The Italians and Pizzas. That's, Italian that's the Italians, yeah. I don't know. You're <laughs> saying the Italian from what from Italians? What would they do? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> it's original original uh, bread, which is laffa and pizza, you throw it on the wall. I think it's not disrespectful. Base. Throw it happen. on the wall? You put it on the wall. Making a pizza throw is not disrespectful. To, to the, the dough. On that's on like how board. you... Know, in the Middle East today they're making five trillion pizzas a day. They throw it on. the... I was in Shalaim, but I was in Shalaim. They had a little factory in Meisharim, where they had a little conveyor belt, a tunnel oven, and they. Put it down and they like slap went through the, the tunnel. But but that's not throwing it. That's slapping it. Why? They slap it, but they don't throw it. Yeah. Well, let me go back to the Italians for a moment. Why do they throw up those pieces? It gets the air. It gets the air. It's stretching. Are they throwing it up or are they just stretching it? That's not a design. That's the of production. That's what I'm saying. It sounds like. You're doing that's that to make it okay. It. So that wouldn't be fair. So when they do in the, the matzah again? What, what point do they throw it? They throw it. Refresh so my memory. Depends. I haven't it been there. a couple which, of years. Which bakery? But I've seen when the person cuts it into smaller pieces, they have to distribute it to the people who are rolling. So that's they're the talk, they that's, of, that's what I remember. The talk of throwing it and they for throw speed. Frisbee. Mm-hmm. They frisbee the, the doughs. I saw them frisbee. Well, no, that stick. is on a stick. They don't. Fr- they have to get it flat on the oh, stick. They don't want to crumple up. they roll it out. Yeah. Frisbee to the guy who, who, who rolls out the whole. Okay, so before them. you guys, it's almost matzo baking time, another <laughs> six weeks. The year goes by very quickly, especially in this year. So before you make a macho in the bakery, uh, I, if you explain there's no better way to do it, due to the speed, they they're pretty machmer, because our 18-minute matzo's are nowhere near 18 minutes. No good matzo baker it goes near 18 minutes. They finish it in 13, 14, 15 have more time. Okay, interesting. So you'll say it's not a bizarium because for the mitzvah, Zrisus and Zrisus is very highlighted in making matzuk. You have to say something like that. One of the questions. Okay, so your first question I'll tell you is actually a very nagaya. The we have a minute to cut a big slice on Shabbos to show the hafif is a mitzvah but they can wait 10 seconds I mean that's Lashitas your son who's grabbing out of hand for his reason a mitzvah <laughs> tell him he's getting a lot of mileage here okay next question uh, what would now my answer was I don't think it applies to dough so that would fit in the minute but it's actually very it's either this answer is correct or we're over there it's the shame and Zrizus and we're under the gun and therefore it's not a Raya but very interesting second question uh, what would we say regard to vending machines you really think get out of the box is that uh, is that taking the aloha too far since the machine's dropping the food or is it being dropped well we're pressing the button to have the machine drop the food or is it not being thrown I don't think it's being thrown I mean, the vending machines, some big ones with like three levels of shelves. it here, a uh, big Chicago. plop, and it comes to the bottom, and they got Danishes in there sometimes, sandwiches. So it's an interesting question. We can invent a from vending machine which is just long and narrow with no shelves, so it has a very small drop, but I think that's going to take some investment. It's The prices will be higher. Uh, it's not just a slide. I hear a thump. No, the, you can Maybe. One with a slide. You can, or they did? They have one. Soon. new they business. <laughs> windows, you just open and take it out. Yeah, but there are Psalms where you hear a But it's a Shavuot, it, it just releases it and it falls. But you're pressing the button. If this were nizikin, if you were paying for a broken Danish, you'd be chayev. It's, it's Nezikin. N- no, that's the way it's set up to work. You press the thing and it goes forward and it drops. That's, that would be, if you were breaking the sandwich by doing that, you'd pay. If you weren't supposed to be doing that in the first place. So.
1: And does what well with it? And
0: just carries it down. Yeah. Uh, is that yeah, like, the like the, the more gentlemanly of type of machines? Yeah. Which, yeah. Well, how do they it's decide? It it the because, oh, okay, because the sort of machines I remember, you talk also hear a large <laughs> drop. They and they have a lot of fizz, and they're trying to avoid that. Right. So yeah, they gently put it down. Okay. Bottom. Very interesting. So, Naftali, totally, I think both are very fair questions. And the second one's a very American question. I don't think they had vending machines in the Mughal of Rums time, but uh, fair enough. And the other thing from. The day before, which is here, yes, would it be okay to throw a bag of bread in it? We covered that with the uh, shopping bags. I didn't have a fair sharia, but I think it's a problem, even though there are seven other things in it that still has bread. Uh, you did add, though, if it's not transparent, a backpack, which we covered also, but an example of a garbage bag. This is interesting, because we didn't get to this yet, but when we talk about the had the baltashas, the throwing things out, and we get to the gazesim, which you asked about last night, less than a gazayas, the crumbs. So everybody says it's good to put it in a bag and then put it in the garbage, so it shouldn't be sitting straight in the garbage, depending on how much real halacha garbage is in the garbage as opposed to uh, American garbage. So your question of toli is, you put it in a garbage bag, and not a violation of baltashas in such an example, uh, would you be in violation if you then throw the garbage bag. This Everybody does, even if you're not a kid who's trying to empty the car quickly and do your mother's bidding. People take big garbage bags, and they, I'm not talking about the garbage I'm talking you get into the thing, and nowadays with the, with the bears and everything, you really got to get it in, you can't leave it in the side. So would that be a problem? Uh, I would believe it's not simply because you treated it with covered already, added, but it's in the garbage, so the it doesn't have the same covered, and if you remember Rabbi Yoshev, the way it was written up, alludes to this uh this, ha-kir, this suffix, so it's another very interesting application. It probably would be a Mailanatu. not to, but that's assuming that if the other item is in the bag, it's still usr, and then it's assuming once you have to, have to throw it out, you're supposed to treat it with the same covered. And then the last question, what about Arab Pesach, berbircham, it's throwing the bread into the fire, which we all do. So, Natalia, you're really thinking uh, this has many applications. The answer to that is that it is mutter, because here the mitzvah is to destroy it, which is counterintuitive for bread in the first place, and there's reasons for the mitzvah, you don't want to get too near the fire anyway, is to toss it in. And you could put it down before you light the fire, but the men is people do that and then they throw more things in and that's fine I even saw a shita that says we say ko in Aramis which everybody talks about why is all of a sudden this in Aramis Pashup shot is it's not an incantation you gotta know what you're saying because you have you may get kehefken so the hamanam spoke Aramis they had to put it in Aramis I saw somebody saying it, it's in Aramis because we don't want to put it in Lashon HaKadosh because it's a mitzvah it's a stickle and we don't want to say that out in Isn't that? That's a very sensitive, per the Sukh, it's a very sensitive reason given, but it fits in with the Timoviel. I said it's bread. So we want to treat it with some respect. So all the Shilas were on the mark. Let's go back to three. For the kids, is that so wrong? What was that? Tashlich, throw the bread. Tashlich, you got to throw it in because you don't want to roll up your pants and go in the water if you're by water. There's no if to do that in the first place. We just say the tashluch, and and there's a problem if you're feeding the animals and you're going to Rosh Hashanah. So, if you're going to the week, you can. If it's old breads can be thrown out, we prefer it be given to animals, which we'll yet discuss. Uh, but you're throwing. So, if it's less than a gazayas, uh, there's probably more of a heter. If it's mamers down to crumbs, often it's not. So maybe do that, and that would be a that would be a milah. Difference in Afghamina would be you can't get in the water. So you have to throw it somewhat. Childish kids probably throw it from way back as opposed to going up and just tossing it. That might be a And there might be a Afghamina within uh, Kazayas, less than Kazayas. So we had eight Afghaminas already on, uh, on a small detail of the Sugyab. Let's go to 3A and 3B. Uh, we will start, um, actually, we'll do it in order because uh, take a look at 3A, flip to the other side. Yahta Prusa Habitziyah Vitsarach Lachak Ma'at. This is regular Hilchas Bitsia Sapas. We're not uh, discussing Shabbos, yet. Shem, Miachas Biprusa Yala Shar Hakika ima. This is a famous litmus test. You have to cut a little bit, as we said last night, to be Masam and the Makam. You don't want to hef sit between the Maitsi and the eating of the pas, and it's a shalim, starting off as a shalim, so you don't want to cut too much. How much is too much so you no longer have a sholim? So the answer is, if you made a gash, that you pick up, picture four-fifths of the bread, you're cutting it to less 5th let's say, and now if you have to pick up that piece, is the cut deep enough that you pick that up, you wouldn't be able to hold the rest, it would fall off. That's a way to gauge if the cut was too deep and it's not a shalom anymore and after you make the small little cut you still hold it together and you make the brocha. but don't make the cut too deep take a look at the top line of the in the top right hand corner v'yachta shem achar yira asaka yeah, it's not a real hepsych. You're doing it L'Shem Kach. You can ask for salt. So you can say, feed the animals. But we try to minimize as much as possible. Go to the next page, 3B. So why did you bring that page? Why did they bring? With what? On tra- for Shabbos. Yeah. yeah, that's the next one. Right here. Look at 3B. The this thing. is an Ocho Shabbos. What was 3A for? 3A was to show you that there is a din that you should make the simmon. You shouldn't cut too deep to have a shalim, and yet to contrast it with what we're about to see next, that on Shabis, we don't do the exact same thing. We only make a small Rishima. And for the same reason, not to have a hefzig, but we don't cut any deeper. What's the chilik? And you'll see what I'm referring to right now. Look at three B. So the Magadavram in the second line. I put the bracket around it. I'm a doctakin nayigin. It's not a chiv. I'm a doctorkin naigin, kedden brocha. So right away, the first thing we saw is the Machabra brings down, this is what you should do. It not say Medaktagin. Yachta, Prusa, on a weekday. Shabbos, either don't do that at all or the Medaktagin try to do some portion thereof. They make a slight reshima, and they don't cut as deep as you would during the week. And the question is, why not? The reason we're doing it is so we shouldn't have the stick. we should find the Mokom where we're supposed to be cutting. And we'll see later on, the mokram is the part where it's baked first, which has an inyan that the chitzanis attach themselves to the outside, to the klipa, the thing that's first, that's racist, because that's the thing that's going to succeed, the first thing coming out, and then something wants to stop it. There's a whole inyan api that will go back to the shayla raised last night about the ends of the challah. We'll get to that, in Mitzvah Shem, later. Take a look to Machsa Shekel, and my doctor, kin no, again, atam ma, We see it at the first column in the Master Shekel. So you cut deeper, but you don't separate it until you finish the Bracha. We really, on a weekday, want to minimize that Hefsig. Which means there's an need to have a shalom all the time. There's an need to make a brochel as opposed to a prusa. On Shabbos, because of the there's even a bigger onion. See, even though you're not cutting it, to make some sim in the that's the psherah between the two. Idei Rishima, Einzal lahasag lacha bracha beizamakam, because you already marked it. Vatkama yivsa, how much you're going to cut and how big it's going to be? Kikvar rosham kadosh bracha, you know where you're starting from. So that's this in the minute of cutting. Now, during the week, you're all wondering, like, this doesn't come up on Tuesday. Uh, I can guess a few reasons. Most of us don't wash during the week, or even if you are, you have a peanut butter sandwich with sliced bread. So you i have a shalom anyway. It's still more of a shalom, a whole slice as opposed to a piece of a slice. If you don't have lechem mishnah, take two slices. It's still something. But we're eating a tuna sandwich, a peanut butter sandwich, and then uh, I don't think anybody's taking a knife and cutting it. I think it's already, and we have everything down. We have a pizza. It's already one side. You cutting your pizza? You have a, you have a roll. You have a. No one's cutting anything. So I think we're not used to it because we wouldn't recognize the chilek because how often are you cutting during the week? But there is the chilek. That's easy for me. Yes. Twice a year, why? Yeah, and by the way, Perm is not a chiv. Makar Ramadan is a it's a chiv and Perm, and the Yom Kippur is also not a chiv, nice minig. So it's a nice minig in both places, so yes, it comes up where it's not a chiv and it's a nice minig, and your wife made a big challah. Okay, so there you are. So it's, it's not no chiv lechemishna, and uh, yeah, that's not a whole lot twice a year, but those are two good examples. Okay, let's go now to the copy we began in Brochus. Uh, the people are watching here on Zoom. We're going back to the set we started with, which is Brochus Nun Ahmed Bays. You can give this out again. Uh, we'll just make a quick start go a few minutes longer. As we started a few minutes late. And I will mention when we Get back to talking about challah and bread. We're not finished yet. This is the Isser first part of this Gemara about throwing bread. There's another Gemara that sounds the same, but it's logomorically different with a different point, and that is the Isser to hang bread in your house. Anywhere. Why would you want to, anywhere? So why would you want to hang bread? So we'll get to some examples where there actually was a meaning. We'll have to answer that. But the, that Gemara is going to be based on the fact that the bread is a simon of Parnassah and you don't want to hang bread because it's a bad in, like the panas is hanging. Nobody likes to be hanging, they like to be settled. So we're not going to do that right now. We will get to it, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. But that also is up because uh, we're going to get into where they do, where they don't. So I want to finish off all the issues of throwing and hanging bread. Uh, but it's not directly related. We'll also, when we do that, get into the issue uh, with the bread and the uh, two ends of the bread. So right now, the first part of the Gemara on Nunum Bays, we saw already, you can't throw it. You can throw food unless it's going to get dirty. Bread you can't throw as it's a Bizzayan, even if it's not going to get dirty. And we discussed Paz that we shouldn't throw and you shouldn't put it in your Pekaluch and you shouldn't give it out when you're at Great Adventures and figure out a way to get it to all the campers. Now, the second part of the Gemara is also directly related to an issue of B'zayin Eichlin, and that is as follows. What do you do if you accidentally put food in your mouth or saw one of your children or family members doing it? This is not an uncommon shayla. What do you do if you accidentally put it in your mouth and you realize, oh, I didn't make a bracha? So what are your choices? What are the choices? And does it make a difference if it's food, if it's liquid, what are the options here? and it's going to be a balance of Hilchas brachas with some interesting chidushim, and b'zayin eichlin and baltashchis. It's the very next line, five lines in the bottom. One, two, three, four, five, six lines in the bottom. Abra'abi Yehuda. On page one. Abra'abi Yehuda, shachah the ayichlin aichlin peh bler bracham. It can happen to anybody, even in the time of the Gemara. the l'tzad echad, you should move it to one cheek if you can. That's assuming you didn't put two cheeks full of food in your mouth. And Gamar makes that assumption as a Dover Pashat, by the way. I wonder why. I uh, <laughs> because it's not manners. You know, below move. you ever try to figure it out for Yom Kippur, which hopefully you'll never have to. But it's a full cheekful. So, Gamar's assuming you don't have two full cheekfuls right now, because your mother told you never to do that, even yes. when in private. What? eating matzah yeah if you put matzah in your mouth without a brocha, uh, then if you're if you're holding by doing that humrah you probably remembered with the whole family around to make two brachas not one and that's highly unlikely but yes yeah, possible so what do you do so the first suggestion is put it to one side umavarech tanya chada the problem is we have three different braces tanya chada bolon one says you could swallow it without a bracha we have to explain that tanya de the other braces says spit it out Tanyi Dukmasalkam third price says what we started with, and that is put it to the side of your mouth. So obviously the three different scenarios, and the Gemara is going to proceed to answer. Look, Kasha. the Sanya Bolon, when does it say you can swallow it? Bimashkin. You have liquid. Did you ever try to put liquid to one side of your mouth and then open your mouth to make a brocha? It's gonna be a very messy affair. So you have no choice because the water or the soda is gonna come out of your mouth. And therefore you're stuck. So new. so if you're stuck, what are the options? The Gemara says swallow it. Let me swallow it. You didn't make a bracha. Have another option. How about spit it out? So why doesn't the Gemara like that option? It's baltashkus. Now, if you would take the simple um, lumdus over here, I would say you're pitting. You have a problem now which needs a solution. You can do some iser. Either you're going to swallow it without a bracha, or you're going to spit it out. Spitting out is baltashkus. Swallowing without a bracha is swallowing without a bracha. So you could say, on the one hand, well, baltashchis might be shy of the rice, depending on how you learn, so the trees are all food, and songs out of bracha is that words draw upon which is true, but not really. Because if you don't want to eat something out of bracha, and this is what you have to do, because you forgot, it's your fault, based on everything we know thus far in the suya in the last couple of months, that's not baltashchis, I have a practical reason why I'm spitting it out, because I messed up, and I want to not swallow that out of bracha. So interestingly enough, despite that, that should be the maskana, and that's not. Mascanis you could swallow it. Question is why. You wanted to just, offer the person wants to taste the food but doesn't want to That's eat a different shayla. That's a shayla, whether that's a maizachila. it's <laughs> machalem had a paskin. Not everybody la maisa, we suggest that, but not everybody holds out that some hold you could swallow without a bracha. We suggest a third option. Don't swallow it without a bracha because it's a shayla. Don't spit it out because it's about And if it was half decent, unless it was so horrible you have to spit it out, in which case you know you didn't add an any flavoring. The third option is to eat a little bit more and have in mind you're doing a L'shem Achila, not just the same tasting, and then you have a right to make a bracha. And you have to decide that before. And every housewife has a shayla. It's a shayla on a tinus, and it's a shayla in a Here, it should come out. It's not baltashchis. I messed up. I'm fixing it up. Watch saw that brachas. You lose some orange juice. So what? So one of the sfaras we're going to work with in the R'shemim is that once it's in your mouth, it's already mixing with other things in your mouth, and at this point, it's not really a food anymore because it kind of like is disgusting. And therefore, at this point, you can swallow it because it's not really a food anymore. A chiddush, because it has the nutrients and you're enjoying it. You'd like to swallow it because you want to taste some delicious orange juice or Coke. But that is a sfar mentioned in Mishanin, we're going to work with it and see whether that's the only sfar working here. But right now, if you can't get the liquid to the side of your mouth because you have to open your mouth to make the bracha, it's not going to work... You can swallow it. Yeah, how, 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 why doesn't that make it worse? So, so therefore, to spit it out, at this point you're not spitting out, it's not baltashkas so, anymore because... Right, it's not really, it's not excellent, good. yeah. You can work that far and say it's not baltashkas. If you drink it, then... If you drink it, you drink it without a bracha. That's right. the biggest pellet. Right. Right. right, right, right. So, so the, the answer is that svar is not saying it's not a food at all because whenever you, you drink anything, you first put it in your mouth, I hope, some people, Esau would guzzle it down, straight into his throat, but most people put it in their mouth. So you put it in your mouth, you want to get the hana, and that's why you made a bracha, and you, the bracha's not chal to you swallow it, I mean, you start tasting things, so sort of hal. But it's not baltashchis if you swallow it or spit it out. If you swallow it, you get in the Hanar. So if you spit it out, the opposite would be, I'm not getting the hanor. So why isn't that baltashchis? So you're saying, well, then it's food enough to be baltashna spit it out, so why we don't I have to make a bracha? So that's a very good point, and apparently even that far is not saying there's no issue with a bracha. It's when you have a choice between the two, can we say as far to allow you to swallow it, if you don't want to waste it because you can't afford to take a new sip of orange juice, which in our days will not be the case. And that's gonna be a big enough community that Bir is going to suggest if you can afford to spit it out. The water of the oranges just spit it out. It's only talking about a case where you need it, and now you can't make a bracha because it's gonna come out and you need it and you don't want to waste it, and now it's not fully food at the time you're remembering to make a bracha. So now you gave it a bracha. That I said that very quick. We're gonna, we're gonna go over that, but Lamaisa, uh, it's somewhere in between. So again, the answer right now Lokasha, Hud Desanya, three lines at the bottom, bolam Bamashkin. Because you have no choice, child is why do you have no choice? Had sign your Polton to spit it out. middi de la mamis. You should only spit it out by a food item that's not going to be disgusting to take it in your mouth again. That has to be updated for Americans. The Allah doesn't change. But if most of us, or if most people, or if even the person themselves, would not want to take it in his mouth again because it becomes most once it's out, then it's basically the same issue as the next din. When you can't spit it out, because it's going to be a mold, so just put it to the side of your mouth, because it's a salad, to make the bracha. Uh, is there anything that we would spit out and take back? So, I don't know what you've seen. Can you give me a good example? Ice, ice. hard candy. Uh, okay, I was thinking you must have a lot of if kids around. Like uh I, yeah, the time. I, I see kids take out gum and just put it there for like an hour or so and then come back. and have no, So gums maybe not a riot. It's really you're chewing tires with some flavor that used to be there. Uh, but yes, yeah, pops they'll do it, and they'll put it in. So a jelly bean, whatever, he didn't start chewing it yet. So it's not purple now. It's white. Okay. So they put it out, and they'll put it back. So... If it's not going to be Mimas, so take it out, make the bracha, and put it back. the sign you the third example, misalcon. when do you put it to the side of your mouth? You can't put it out of your mouth because you won't take it back and it'll be baltashchis. And what's the option? Put it to the side of your mouth and make the bracha. So the Gemara says, one more line. What's the problem? So why do you have to spit it out? Put it, if it's a solid, put it in the side of your mouth and make the bracha. What's the problem? This is a very important yesoide in Hochas brachas. Saika Medra yamale piti You can see the whole Pesach on the side. Yamale piti which means when you say a bracha when you say tefilis when you talk about Hashem's shvach you say it with a full mouth. Because in Yitzchel to make a bracha To a daven for that matter say shvach v'kosh bracha with something in your mouth it's a bizayin. So l'chot we want it out. If you can get it out and it won't be baltashchis, get it out. If it won't, then put it to the side. And bedevid, did you have something in your mouth? Once in a while, hopefully you won't see it around too much, suddenly over here, you'll find the guy there Daviding with chewing gum in his mouth. So besides a total lack of regard of any semblance of yiris, habes, kenesses, and uh, a uh, year of tefillah and dalafne miata I made it's a direct violation of this din. You can't say the with something in your mouth, a candy or a piece of gum or something like that. So you have to take it out. It's not just a humer. It's a real din. It's just not ma'akev if by spitting it out right now, you're going to lose it because it means to take it back and you forgot to make a bracha. So now you're stuck. We allow it in one of the three circumstances. We'll go over all three tomorrow night and we'll see the various nafkiminas. Thank you, gentlemen.